what have you seen that hospitals and brands are doing right now in the voice first and healthcare space? Do you have any examples you can share with us? Yeah, so there's a lot there. I, I think you can think of the way that the voice experiences are being developed now in sort of four, approximately four main categories. There's sort of the informational type of voice experience where a patient can talk to a smart speaker and then it gives them information. There are some where it's more of a guide to your care. So it's actually kind of keeping track of what you're doing. Then you can get into the area where the voice assistant is actually starting to make a diagnosis. And then finally, you can get into an area where it's actually starting to treat a patient. And as you can imagine, as you go from one to the next step, it gets more complicated. There's also more uh, legal hiccups in there uh, and so on. But specifically, you know, where are we seeing this being used now? There's lots. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, one is, let's say a patient goes in for surgery and then they go home. Uh, some surgeons have been experimenting with actually giving the patient a smart speaker to take home with them. And it's basically preloaded with a lot of the common questions that a patient might ask. Um, it gives them a, a, a guide to what they should be doing each day after their surgery. So it, it is acting like almost like a nurse. It's acting like a, a guide to what can be done and the patient's asking the questions. And, you know, oftentimes surgeons will get the same questions after surgery from multiple patients, right? They're very common questions. So it's such a simple use case where they can load this device with some of the frequently asked questions and patients can just ask it on their own. Um, the, the thing is always to remember that with these, with these um, smart speakers, you know, if it can't do the job, then there's got to be the healthcare provider who can step in to, to help. But that's one example of something that's being done. Another example is in the hospital, um, in, in a burn unit, for example. Burns, unfortunately, if people have bad burns, they're extremely painful and it's hard for them to move around. Um, and so it's such a simple concept, but you could have a smart speaker in the room. And so instead of the patient having to try to move around to move their bed or turn the TV on or do whatever, just have a voice activated room. And so the patient doesn't have to move around unnecessarily and they can just talk to it um, or maybe call a nurse. Um, there's other things that are being done. There's a lot of research being done uh, to look at using voice assistance as a way to document physician's notes. So it's listening to an interaction. The, phys the physician talks to the voice assistant and it documents the notes, uh, which, is, which is a big, actually, that's a big challenge right now in the healthcare uh, system. So those are just a couple of, of examples, but there's so many more. Yeah, and it's it, it just hit me something in terms of like if it's gonna go more and more voice first, what's gonna happen? I mean, there's not that many percentage, but there are people that are not able to use their voice. Aren't they gonna feel left out somehow if if majority is gonna be focused on that? Yeah, that's a really great question. And and that's why I think it's really important to recognize that when we say voice first, it's not going to be voice only. And I know it's very easy for us because we're talking about voice and I, and I get very excited about it to just think voice, 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 voice. But you're right. Some people don't have the ability to speak, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the inclusivity, the accessibility of the technology must always be taken into account as, where, uh, as well. Um, you know, there is some interesting technology that is being worked on as well that can, using a camera, watch somebody uh, using sign language and then interpreting that into 
text or into voice, not, not necessarily to voice, but it could be converted to voice, but in, at least communicating the message that they're trying to say and then interfacing with a computer that way. So, you know, there are ways to sort of work around that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it is something that we need to think about and be accessible to everybody.